Let's Roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for ranks, flanks, and kings of war. as they delve into the world of Panathor and bring you worldwide coverage of all things Kings of War. Welcome to Countercharge, I'm Rough Enough. And I'm Jeremy Duvall. Welcome! Rob and I are really excited to launch our Road to Adepticon series of episodes. Adepticon is an amazing miniatures wargaming convention that is going to be held held in uh, March of next year. And we're going to do a series of these mini episodes talking about us getting ready for Adepticon, what we're, what we're taking. We'll have little snippet interviews with people running events at Adepticon, maybe even get into having some of the, the people who do hobby seminars at Adepticon to come on air. And basically, Rob and I are using this as a tool to keep each other motivated, keep each other excited, uh, keep each other dialed in, for getting ready to head to Adepticon, which in many ways, Rob, it's like the Super Bowl of wargaming conventions. It's fantastic. In terms of tabletop gaming, from a mantic perspective, this is kind of the heavy spot, you know, hopefully 60 plus players for Clash of Kings, plus a, a large firefight event, Armada, you know, those kind of things. So it's just a great event. I don't know about you, Jeremy, but I missed the fact that the last time they held it, I didn't go. I haven't been since pre, before, before the sickness. 2019, I think, was the last time we went. Yeah. And they didn't have it in 20 or 21, but they did have it this year, I believe, right? Uh, yeah, this last March they had it. So 2022. We missed that one. And so mm-hmm. I, I've, been, I've been itching. And from on my end, you mentioned you know what we want to do with the show. I think for me, I need some accountability. Big time. It's just like when you're trying to work out, right? Yeah. I don't have anything painted. I have no list created. So if we're going to play in a doubles event or I'm going to play in a singles event, I probably need to get working on that, right? Because I've only got a few months. And so it's going to be interesting. When we look at the clock, right? We have November, December, February, November, December, February, March. So we got about three full months in the fact that we're like almost halfway through November and the event is held towards the end of March. So you didn't tell them our other commitment. It's all Mantic, baby. Oh, yeah. We're on the Mantic train, Rob and I, and, we, and we've been doing our Mantic challenge. And especially when at Adepticon, usually Ronnie and some of the uh, guys from the UK will fly over. They'll have a big booth. So it's really a great opportunity to, to bring your all Mantic stuff and really showcase showcase the miniature line. And I know Rob and I, we're lovers of lots of miniature games. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I love most about Adepticon is just it's all it's all the big boys, all the companies mm-hmm. come. You know, all your main squeeze games and all the games you play on the side uh, are all there. And so it's nice to have everything under one roof. Exactly. Adepticon is a miniature gaming convention. It's held in Schaumburg, which is sort of like the Chicago suburbs, right, Rob? Yeah, it's like the northwest corner. If you're coming from certain directions, you got to kind of drive around Chicago, which can be a pain. Yeah, it's great. It's not in Chicago proper which does make it a little easier to get around. And it's held March 22nd to the 26th. So I know, Rob, our plan is we're going to be getting in essentially kind of like Wednesday to Sunday. Well, I'll probably say to Monday because I'm driving, obviously. So, but yeah, Wednesday to Wednesday to, to Monday is, is kind of the typical thing. Wednesday is get in, hang out, meet people, meet and greet, help set up, whatever. Uh, and then Monday is like, all right, make the trip home. It's about a 
10 hour drive, something like that. It's a pretty straight shot around Chicago can be a real pain, but once you get out of Chicago for me to get to Memphis, it's, it's, it's almost a straight shot down. So, so I'm also flying in. I'll be, I'll be coming in. I'm, I'll be flying. So I'll be coming in on Wednesday, same deal coming in on Wednesday. And then I, uh, um, am leaving on the Monday, uh, uh, so right now, registration's not open yet. Registration for Adepticon starts on January 8th, but now is the time to book your hotel if you're wanting to to check out and go to Adepticon. With- or your Airbnb or whatever. Yeah, start looking at your lodging. The, the lodging at the actual venue goes in like two seconds. They have sister hotels that have that you can click on that are nearby hotels that also have blocks of room, but... What I did is I, I usually stay at Marriott properties and there was a Marriott nearby. And when I clicked the block of rooms, that block was sold out. But I just went directly to that hotel's website and I booked a room for like five bucks more than what the block was. Fantastic. So even if the block is telling you it's sold out, just go to the hotel itself. Check the prices. And put in the dates of the that you want to stay. I just manually put in the dates and was like, I'm coming on these dates. Bob's your uncle. Yeah, Bob's your uncle. Uh, you're done. And, uh, you know, are you can Airbnb? I know one year, Rob, you, myself and Jeff Swan got an Airbnb together, which was a lot of fun. Airbnb is always a great way to save up on, save some, save some cash, save up on travel. So that's pretty much what we've been doing. We have a bunch of uh, buddies coming in. Oh, I'm so excited. Our good friend, Trent, formerly of the U S now in Germany, um, who you have not heard from in a while, but you're going to hear this Wednesday on our episode with Mike Rossi on player engagement. Trent is a passionate person. Can't wait to see my my one of my favorite people in Kings of War, and obviously Tyler Schultz. I mean, come on, yeah, it doesn't get even cooler than that. Oh yeah, and then hopefully we'll see a bunch of the Midwest people always make it out for Adepticon. Uh, so you know, run into Mister uh, Mister Zelinsky. Yeah, I mean the retired man himself. Yeah, he'll be there. Him the host will be there in uh, space. Emeritus. Yeah. You know, he still walks around with Secret Service because he's no longer the president. He's retired. He has like the one Secret Service guy who still, you know, who still comes around around with yep. him wherever yep, he goes. Yep, yep. Gets into all the backstage stuff. Yeah. So some tips in, in this sort of beginning episode is just always uh, with Adepticon, Rob, is know your dates, right? What yes. are What are your dates? Now you should be booking if you're wanting to go. Registration is going to be opening up on January. And that's not just registration for events. What Adepticon also does, which is amazing, is they have tons and tons of hobby seminars, right? And those hobby seminars fill up really quick. They do. Uh, most of the hobby ones, because it's very uh, uh, small class sizes to give you better instruction, they fill up very fast. And if and if you've heard of the person, <laughs> guarantee you it's going to fill up super fast. So my recommendation is if you want hobby classes, uh, that's your first priority. Let's be honest, you can wait a day and you can still get into Kings of war or clash of kings you can't wait a day to you know something by you know yeah. james wapple or something you know it's gonna fill up yeah or i know like uh mark took a uh, a painting power on the roads class mm-hmm. you know yeah so i mean all the big top painters who are there do events like i know i had taken a a class on painting hair when i there went but they have like non-metal metallic classes like a class on how to do flesh it can be as basic or as hyper focused a class to where they have classes for all like beginners so just have an idea of of, of the days you're going what you want to sign up for and just be ready on that january 8th to register for what you for what you want one of my top tips though is if this is your first time going to adepticon do not overbook yourself because i can guarantee you that half of the fun that you're going to get into at adepticon you didn't even know about when when you were driving or flying there totally give yourself the opportunity to experience it 
spontaneously. Don't schedule every meeting. I, I mean, I did that one year and it was so stressful. Oh, I, I can't talk. I can't talk, Jim. I got, yeah. I got a class. I got to go. No, it's not much fun. Going back to the hobby thing for a minute too. It's funny because you'll hear some of the criticisms like, well, this class was a little, you know, maybe a little bit too beginner for me or a little too advanced. I've been in both situations. So my best recommendation is if you don't have a lot of familiarity with the, the, the teacher or the subject matter that they're going to teach, you mentioned a really good example. Pick something very specific, how to paint hair, how to paint faces, you know, something that you can, you, you'll get something from no matter what level you're at. Right. Exactly. I say that, but if you are literally a beginner and don't have any skills, then yeah, then uh, or any hobby skills or in one you're starting from zero, then any of the basic classes will work. But a lot of times people that already know how to do a base coat in a wash and maybe a couple highlights, the beginner stuff might be too, too beginner for them. And on the flip side, I had a, um, <laughs> I took, I've taken a couple of different sculpting classes because I, I don't know. I mean, I, I like to paint I, I, and I'm getting better at it, but I also really like to convert and like to do some sculpting from time to time. And I had a great class with Joe Ortega one year. And I think, I don't know if that'll be on the, the calendar or not, but it was great. 30 bucks and you got all the tools and you got all the, it was wonderful. Great class. My second year, I'm like, oh, I, I know how to sculpt now, right? I got all the basics with, with Joe. I had both his beginner and his advanced class. So I, I signed up for like miniature sculpting with Kev from Hassle-Free Miniatures. And I was so far in over my head that it was redonkulous. First of all, it was an expensive class like over a hundred dollars, I think, but there's only six students in the class and you have a professional sculptor giving you time, like building the armature. And it, I learned something from it, but I wasn't at the level to really get maximum return on that investment. I, I wish I would have known more. I mean, like, uh, probably going to pass on that one next time. So just, just word of the wise, if you're new to it, go easy on the schedule, give yourself time to breathe and find stuff. That's really, uh, interesting i mean they have a lot of stuff from board games to tabletop games to role playing they got all kinds of crazy stuff and usually the highlights of the weekend i don't i don't don't even know going in what they're going to be because you see so many people you you know all the game designers are there it's a great opportunity to to meet and greet i know my first year i signed up for one painting class and one uh, one game event and that felt like i couldn't have done more if you sign up for a two day, that is very because I mean you think about it. What it's Thursday, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday are the official days in which the event is. There's events going right. They may have some events on Wednesday night, but and even on Sunday night, but pretty much it's in between those two. And you know if you sign up for Clash of Kings, usually it's you know, it will be Saturday and Sunday. That's 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 those two days done right. Like yeah. you're getting up at eight or nine and you're playing until six at night or whatever, you know. So Saturday and Sunday are covered. You still have to have time to go through that sweet, sweet, sweet dealer room, <laughs> right? And you got to go through those rooms where, you know, what is it like to have that many hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of 40K players in a room or, um, you know, yeah. Legion or just, I mean, the size of these events are ginormous. And Rob mentions there's a giant dealer hall at Adepticon. I mean, massive. So that's another thing you got to plan for is plan for one, have money set aside to spend. Mm. Because you're mm-hmm. going to want to buy stuff. And two, think about how am I going to get all that stuff back? Well, you know what I'm doing this year, Rob? Extra suitcase. So, yeah, Southwest lets you check two bags. So I'm checking a bag with clothes and I'm checking an empty bag. Fantastic. I'll be taking two suitcases. One will be empty that I will put all my my loot in. What is it? Toledo. What is it called? The Toledo War Room? What is that? The, the trader that has all the bits and stuff. Oh, yeah. So there is a guy there who will have just a massive setup of every kind of bit you can possibly think of. So you could spend hours in one booth. 
the bits guy. You, you can't miss him. He's in the, he's going to be in one of the hallways and there's just going to be tons and tons of bins. And on the end of that bin is going to be dwarves, wood elves, whatever. And look, man, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. <laughs> oh yeah. Pro painted models to nuance brew. Reaper has a great booth, right? Every year I go and, and they have a deal where you get one of their cases that holds like, I don't know, 32 paints uh, somewhere around there. And you fill it up with what and any colors you want. And it's a set price. And they bring the full range. So they have, that's why I love Reaper. I don't know, 500 colors, 400 colors. Yeah. They have a lot of paint, dude. Unfortunately for me, I don't have any more room on my desk. <laughs> so I've decided I'm going to. I'm going to go up the wall now. I'm going to add some of the hangers on the wall. Nice. I don't, I don't have any more room on the table itself for more paint. I have, I have the stadiums, you know, the stadium seating. So it's like six rows deep of paint. It's like, there's already a couple hundred pots on the table as it is. It's just so super cool. And what the best part is you're like, you walk to a booth and you get to try something out. You're like, Ooh. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I didn't know I needed this in my life, but here's $20 and, and you walk away with yeah. it, right? It's, it's just amazing. Uh, we mentioned a couple of things to look out for, right? If you're wanting to go, which you should want to go, because it's amazing, and we're going to be there. And Adepticon, I think, was a little bit smaller last year. The year that we went, we the first year Shannon was helping run the Clash of Kings, we got it up above 60-ish players. And I know. Is there a correlation between Steve Hildrew coming? And the numbers being down? I don't know. Maybe. 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 Uh, they just, or is that attribution know, error? I don't know. It's just they can only... We have, uh, to, we have uh, to ask our scientists about is that. Is it causation or correlation? Yeah, exactly. We're going to have to talk to our statisticians about that. Uh, yeah, it's just the hot pants. It's like people just can only <laughs> handle the hot pants. That's right. That's um, right. We're going to be there in spades, and you know we'll be able to be playing in the events and stuff, and we, we want to meet as many of you guys that, that are there. And certainly, if you're coming and we haven't met you, I can't wait to say hello and shake your hand and... Yeah, I'm just super excited to you know get back out there. We'll have more details on the actual events for Kings of War and other Mantic games in the near future. But you know, from what I've been told, you know we've got a Kings of War event, which will be the classic two day Clash of Kings. I, I believe Armada, Dead Zone, and, and possibly Firefight are all in the mix. I didn't hear anything about Vanguard, and I didn't hear anything about Dreadball. But you know, Dreadball usually happens at night anyway, so that might still happen. I don't know. What I'm saying is there's going to be a nice little dose of a lot of Mantic offerings. And what you're saying just makes sense. A few years ago, we had a, an Iron Man named Tyler Schultz who went and did all the events. That was before things overlapped. There will have to be decisions made this year because I know that we'll have like on Friday, I think they'll probably run some stuff in parallel. So, but yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm just super pumped about it. I don't know about you. Yeah. To me, it's again, like in Empire Dust Review, you know, I was talking about like my Christmas wish to Santa Ronnie. So my other Christmas wish to, to, to Santa Ronnie and uh, Pretzel Twicky, his head elf, is let's have some cool Firefight Universe stuff maybe on Thursday or Friday. Yeah, Thursday would be good because I, I, there's some talk of maybe a doubles event on Friday. So that would be really great if I could play in Firefight too, right? Yeah, because I would love to play some of the other Mantic games, but also play in the Kings event on Saturday and Sunday. So in my first year when I went to Adepticon, that's how they did it. They had like the Dead Zone tournament on Friday. You know, they they spread it out so that there wasn't anything happening at the same time. And I know, yeah. you know, you can only do the best you can do, but I'm really hoping. I think a lot of what people love about Mantic is they play the multiple games, mm-hmm. you know, so it would be great to be able to go there with and be able to play in multiple events. So, Pat, if you're listening... Please make that happen. Make it happen. <laughs> make it worth your while. We will. That's bring, right. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll try to get the people get the butts in the seats. Let's just spread the seats out. You, you just uh, set up the venue. Get it get it rolling. Build the ballpark. I don't yeah. know. 
building. If we're going with that analogy. In a world. So right now what you should be doing, if you're thinking about Adepticon, really step one, our advice to you would be start thinking about where you're going to stay. Start looking at lodging. Two, it would be be prepared to register when you come in. But I would start trying to put a little bit of money aside. You know, start that Adepticon fund. Mm -hmm. One more tip I'm going to give, though, is with Clash of Kings, and I think almost every Adepticon event, you don't typically turn your lists in early. You turn them on the day of, close to the date. So that's a good thing because it means you don't have to lock in your list, you know. But I would say... Don't be like me and and don't have anything painted. We're going to be playing at least 2,000 points, probably maybe more than that, but be painting. If you already know what army you're painting, what Mantic army you're bringing, you should already be on it. Don't don't be like me. You got a big head start on me, and I'm a little nervous about it, but at the same time, you're like the hare. You're way ahead of me. Yeah, but you're the turtle. Yeah, you're, you're slow and steady wins the race. Because what's going to happen? The hair burns out. Yeah, I have these bursts of creativity where I I'm, I get a lot done in short periods of time. But then I like my problem is I got to maintain that as opposed to where it's like, oh, I've done so much. I won't do anything now for two weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this so, is like I said, this is a lot of we got a lot of stuff to get done by the time it rolls around. So future episodes, you could probably look for us to be talking about, you know, if there's a doubles event, what are we putting on those lists? Jeremy's more hardcore than I am. So Jeremy won't tell you in advance what I, what he's playing. I don't care. I, I am not clever enough to do that. <laughs> so I'll just tell you what I'm going to bring because you're going to beat me regardless. Well, and I think also too, we can, Rob, we can talk a little bit. We, we've mentioned it on the, on the past of doing an episode around it, but talk about, I know your, uh, you know, you do some project management and stuff. Kaizen boards, that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a, th- I have three months to finish an army. How do I do that? So I think maybe we can brainstorm a little with each other on like, what are our projects going to be? And I think that's what our focus will be in our next episode on road to Adepticon mm-hmm. is what are the armies we are making? And I've made a switch in firefight. I have now ordered the forge fathers army box. Cause the army wasn't good enough. No, I decided you had Asterians and like you had the really cool gamers grass bases. I'm going to use those for my forge fathers. Cause you know, we haven't seen dwarves in space and snow before. Is that, is that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I just was like, uh, starting to put together some of the Asterian stuff. Look, let's be honest. Some of the PVC stuff is not as good as it's the hard not, plastics. it's not great. Yeah. Like I love yeah. a couple of the Asterian models. I love a lot, but when I'm just looking at the basic troops, I'm like, man, they need like an updated kit. And then squats was the very first box of miniatures I ever bought when I was mm-hmm. like seven years old. Yeah. So a part of me is like, and the reason why I didn't do Forge Fathers first was because Kyle is the Forge Father. But he's renounced his throne because I heard he didn't want to be called that today. Well, so. he's gonna have he's gonna have an army of everything. So he's he's one of those guys who by the end he's just gonna have every single army. So to me, it's like it doesn't matter. I mean, I might as well just go with what I wanted to go with in the beginning. So to be honest, it's probably not even gonna be painted, right? Well, okay. So and that's something we can discuss because this may be an actual project. I have a buddy who, you know. Rob and I are both uh, hobbyists. We love painting. We're always pushing ourselves. But this is the first project that I may be going to look into having someone paint. For Firefight? Firefight, I may have someone paint it. Obviously, I think I mentioned in a past episode, I, I really don't. My, my main game is Kings of War, and you know, I just want to push them pew-pew around. And so Tyler Schultz gave me a list that he was using for GCPS, and I built the models, and I had a great time building them. But I don't know that I have it in me to build and paint two full armies. Uh, I just, I don't know that I have it in me. So I'm at least thinking about it. Yeah. So we'll circle back on that too, as we get closer on. 
So, um, yeah, so I think the, the next episode we'll, we'll have out in a couple of weeks. We'll take a look at um, what events we want to uh, – what armies we're going to be working on. Hopefully by then the event schedule is more clear. Yeah, yeah. They usually release the event schedule ahead of time before registration day so that you can see what, uh, what you want to go to. Yeah, and we'll, and we'll have a couple people on who are going to come with us, what they're interested. I know Britain's coming, so we'll get Britain on here. He's going to be doing a lot of stuff. He's actually staying in the main hotel because he knows people. So, Well, no, he's just smart enough to do it early. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think that's my problem is I never do it early. And, you know, and to be fair, I've stayed in the main hotel. It's great in the new venue. and It's great. It's a nice hotel. It's just it's expensive and, and they sell out quick. You know, I, I've got a, accommodations uh, a little ways off with some buddies and am super pumped about that because, number one, Trent has never been to Adepticon before. So that is going to be a hell of a time. Trent on just Kings of War is fantastic to be around. Trent on Kings of War coupled with Adepticon, I don't know if I can handle it. It's going to be crazy. So let's talk, Rob, as we wrap up the show. We'll probably do another Road to Adepticon episode in a couple of weeks. I want us to really focus in on this accountability portion. Mm -hmm. So I think we should try to let's tell each other what we're going to try to get done before next time we talk. Uh, yeah, before the next time we talk. For me, I've been building models, building models, building models, and I, and I need to need to start crafting that list. So let's say this. I, I need to know what... 1200 points of that army are okay what a chunk of, what is a chunk of the army that you're bringing what's the main chunk then regardless of how many points it is and, and and maybe i'm answering my own question maybe it's let's just assume that it's a thousand points because maybe that's a thousand points for doubles all those thousand points i'm not going to have time to do something different so it's going to be salamanders in the doubles format and it's going to be salamanders in the singles event mm -hmm. what does that thousand points look like obviously i'm gonna have to talk to you about it because sure. You're, you're playing EOD potentially, yes. right? So yeah. first of all, is that even legal? I mean, good and evil? Are salamanders good? They're good, yeah. So I don't even know if that's legal. Yeah. So I don't know. We got lots of questions to answer. Well, and I can always bring I can always bring a, th a thousand points of Basileans too. No, 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 no. We're going all new, brother. <laughs> okay. All, all new. new. Thank you. Look, I was what I'm saying. If there's a penalty for playing good and evil, yeah. We're taking the penalty. Yeah, that's it. Uh huh. And it fits our personalities. You're the snarky, evil one, and I'm. I. But we're playing each sure. other's. You're that's trying right. to become better by playing good, and I'm trying to grow pair by playing exactly, evil. So <laughs> exactly right. That, that, I, you couldn't have said it. I couldn't have said it better myself. So we're, it's all about stepping out your stepping outside of your comfort zone. Well, I think for me, I will have a thousand points identified. What that's going to look okay. like, what models we're going to use, or what models I'm going to build, what size of units, and hopefully, all the models will be built. That's what I'm hoping for by the next time we talk. So for me, I have a list. I've been playing a bunch of EOD games on Universal Battle. So I, I have a 2,300-point list pretty pretty, pretty honed at this point. Um, so what if it's 2,400 or 2,150? Well, then uh, we're going to have to pivot. We're going to have to visualize and realize, uh, you know, obstacles are a pathway to mastery. So I want to have my, um, my monolith is almost done. Mm, looks great by the way i've seen some behind the scenes pics looking really good yeah it's coming along really good i don't think i'm gonna post well i don't know yet that's that i mean leave it to the audience should i post work in process pics or should i just wait and show you guys at the end i've been thinking about that too rob i've never done an army where i waited until it was done before i shared pictures of it um but i want to have my monolith done and i'm trying to get some of the slog work done first so i want to have my monolith done and my horde of spearmen finished so yeah, so I'm trying to... I'm a little, I'm a little nervous about Ceremony of Guard myself. Yeah, maybe. so I'm trying to get through, and then I'm going to move on to probably some mummies, but I'm trying to get some of the bulk unfun stuff done 
early. So I at least want to have two to three units finished by the next time we're done. Because right. if I have 14 drops and it's three months. You're so far ahead of me. I got to be such doing. A, you're such a hare. You're yeah. such a hare. Because I got to do like you're so far ahead. three to four drops a month, right? To finish in time. Well, your stuff is really cheap, right? Compared to like salamanders, I mean, oh, the tyrants is what two forty, two fifty. Well, I mean, I have all the EOD to all the EOD toys like showbiz. But I mean, you're you know? taking a lot of like the infantry, right? You're, you've got like spearmen and revenant. And stuff no, like I, that, I'm right? gonna have so, a regular swordsman and then mummies. So, so okay, my, mummies. My, a lot of my stuff is actually pretty expensive. Well, that's good. You have like an elite EOD army. Yeah, it's like super defensive. So that's another way we could be differentiate. Uh, you know, I'll have to I'll have to bring Gekatoa or something. Yeah, maybe I'll have to bring a Gekatoa slasher. That would be cool. We'll see. <laughs> uh, uh, they didn't. They didn't really rate that high in the army review. Can you believe those guys? I know. I thought, man. They, were, I thought they were like hobby yeah. gamers. Who, they were who all do these people? Been maxing. I don't know, man. They don't know anything. Well, cool. I think I think we covered kind of the what to be looking out for. You know, get those hotel rooms. What dates? You know, beginning of January registration dates. Start thinking about it once the events come out. What events do you want to play in? Start working on those projects. I'm working on my Empire of Dust and Forge Fathers. Rob has his salamanders and GCPS. I've got all the GCPS built, though. Well, it depends on how many points. I've got 1,000 points built, and I've got plenty of other... I mean, come on. I have plenty of everything. But I, I've got more that I can, can build. I just don't know what we need to build, too. Yeah. Now, I have no idea how to play them. Um, I'll be the Muppet of the of, <laughs> of the tournament. <laughs> if other people going to Adepticon want to join the Road to Adepticon team, just let us know. We'll bring you on the episode. You want to share your progress. We'll help motivate you. They can motivate me because you know sometimes it's hard to stay motivated. I'm knocking off the mold line on this model. It's like sometimes it, it does get dull. A big group of people together and really get them excited for this event. It really is an amazing event. It's like Counter Charge Kings of War Army in a Weekend. Only it's over a four month period. Yes, it's it's the uh, king uh, counter charge. Oh god, Kings we need Mark. War, Where's Mark? Army He's the weekend, naming guy. Road to Adepticon challenge. So it's the C C K O W R T A. Oh my god, you're murdering this! But I love it. I N W challenge. <laughs> okay, hashtag. Hashtag. You heard it first. Words. You heard it here first. Yeah. Yeah. Any final thoughts, Rob? <sighs> I'm pumped. I'm really excited. I'm also really excited. We've had some great episodes lately. Yeah. We're going to keep it up. We got more coming. I, I'm really excited about the a community building series that we're starting. Yeah, I can't wait to hear those episodes. You're mentioning it a couple times. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Opportunities for some memes here. When Jeremy was talking about channeling and stuff. Yeah, there's some, there's some, there's uh -huh. some, there's some Jeremy memes, I think, to be had. There's some gold to mean gold here, I tell you. My favorite part of that is I just show them to my wife and she laughs. You know, that's like my favorite part of those memes. By the way, great job on the American Beauty <laughs> with Jeremy swimming yeah. around in a pile of sprues. That was fan fantastic. And just shout out to Paige. You know, he's been releasing some more content yeah, it's lately great stuff. with yeah, his. Stuff. Uh, yeah, so great stuff. Make sure that if you're not following the Newbie Dice podcast, go check him out. Drunken Disordered. Love those guys. Man, they're really good. I, I really like I like their insight. I also just like that they're. They're laid back. They have a nice dynamic and uh, uh, banter with each other. Look, you know I'm a big fan of editing and clean sound. Yeah, no, their show sounds good. I keep I keep wanting to do a a, a, a counter drunken charge disordered episode. You and your crossovers. I love the crossovers, man. And then you know, uh, unplugged still going on. I wonder, you know, uh, where our Pikachu is and when he will return. At some point, we may just have to take Rossi on full board. Yeah, because he's such a great addition to that that cast. 
Uh-huh. Uh, and you know, Greg, Greg's, Greg's a podcast pro though. So even with the loss of Jake and Mike, I think he could still pull it out. We'll, we'll get Rossi at the trade deadline and bring him over. To uh, the, maybe, the, you know, maybe they're going to build it for next year. The national league. We'll, we'll get him. We'll bring him over from the other league. <laughs> oh yeah. It's good. The, the, the player engagement episodes was a lot of fun to record. Well, cool. Well, that's going to do it for us. Stay tuned for, we got a bunch coming through the main counter charge line of episodes and then stay tuned for these road to adepticons and with that remember to always keep counter charging for listening and we'll see you next time on counter charge please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com on twitter at countercharge15 or by commenting on the countercharge kings of war podcast facebook group If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons. 